So we're back. Today we're talking about what to do with starting a new company. So perhaps you were in the situation that I was when I talked about in our last episode, that I basically decided that I just couldn't work for a corporation that had very specific set hours, that had very specific requirements that I had to fulfill that were constantly pulling me away from my family. So we did, my husband and I started a new company, Lead Life. Now, when we started Lead Life, I will tell you, we didn't do it in the best way possible. We kind of floundered a little bit in terms of which direction we were going to take initially. But I will tell you, these next five things that I'm going to talk to you about, these are things that absolutely I think any business can utilize in order to make sure that you're doing business and you're doing it well. Right. These are actually things that I do talk about in our kingdom business course. So if you're interested in learning more information about that, we will definitely make sure that on our main website, we'll have information. There will be a link for you to go and get more information about that. But these are just some tips that I just want to make sure that you have, whether or not the course is something that you need. Really, I really want to make sure that these basic things are things that you can take and you can just run with. Because I, I do think that you can get to a place where there's paralysis of analysis. And that's one of the things we're going to talk about. But I'm getting ahead of myself. The first of these five steps is G. It's making sure that you've got a godly vision for what you want for your business. Now, any of us can do a good work but it really does take God doing a God work. Now that's in your personal life and also your professional life. And I do believe that your life does inform your business. Very, very old adage, but it's very true. Your life informs your business. And if you are a believer in any sort, if you are a person who has certain values and and, and integrity and ethics and morality that you are gonna have reflected in your business because you, you know, wherever you go, there you are you do want to make sure that it's going to be a godly vision. So spending some time in prayer, spending some time in your word, maybe even spending time with other godly business owners to find out more about what it is that you need to be infusing into your business. I really think that's a must. You certainly could go out on your own and kind of just do things based on what a business coach tells you or do things based on what others in your industry are doing. I don't think that's always the wisest thing. The God that made you, that created you, that gave you the gifts and talents, he probably has much clearer ideas about how your business can operate. And if you have clarity of vision, you really can do almost anything. The second tip is O. It's creating an offer of excellence. You don't necessarily want to be a jack of all trades and a master of none. Yes, there are lots of businesses out there that are doing a little bit over here and a little bit over there, and they're doing all right with that. But you really do need to know what your offer of excellence is and your super why for offering it in the first place. This is why even from the beginning, this is one thing that I think we did very well, is we reverse engineered our business. We started with the ideal. We also started with what we do well, which is our offer of excellence, psychiatry, psychiatric care, behavioral health care, anything and everything related to mental health. There's lots of different areas of health and lots of different areas for wellness and fitness, but we really stay in our lean as it relates to mental health and wellness. We also started with what does good look like? 
Is that more time for your family? Is that more opportunities for vacationing? Is it travel? Is it ministry? Are you wanting to make sure that you're freely able to infuse ministry concepts into the work that you're doing? Do you want more time for your patients or your clients? And right now you feel like you're stuck with that seven minute window. Do you want to learn new things and constantly be teaching others the information that you know? Do you get excited to teach? Do you want to pay off debt? Is that kind of the big deal? Is part of what you need to do making a certain amount of money so that you can take care of your financial responsibilities, right? You want to make sure that you're doing things in excellence in that way as well. Maybe you're interested in investing in partnerships or sewing into others, or you want to be able to nurture relationships. Whatever it is that you want to do, start there. Start with the goal, the end in mind, and then work backwards. I'll give you a slight example of this. One of my first business coaches explained to me that if I needed to make a certain income for whatever reason, needed to pay off debt, needed to make sure I was able to pay for Christian schools for my kids. Well, we started with the amount that I absolutely needed to clear at the end of the year. And then we went backwards and we says, okay, well, what were the different offers of excellence that I could provide? Well, within those offers of excellence, what would be the most that I would reasonably need to make in each of those different areas to make sure that I was practicing in a well-rounded way, that I didn't burn out, and that I ended up making the amount that I needed to make in order to take care of the things that were important to us. Again, you heard me mention Christian schools. That was very important to us when our kids were very young. So we needed to make sure that we cleared at least a certain amount for that because that was a priority for us. Well, that's where we started. And then we reverse engineered our offer based on the amount that we knew that we needed to make so that we could, again, reach that ideal. The next letter or the next tip, number three, if you're if you're counting, it's D, do it afraid and mark it before you're ready. And then you can later learn to duplicate yourself. So there are actually two Ds here. The first is do it afraid. And that's actually a principle that I've been using and utilizing for probably 20 years. When there came an opportunity for me to do something that I really wanted to do, but I was kind of stuck by fear. I reminded myself to do the action first and let my feelings kind of come up along later. Why? Because my Bible says at least 300 and some odd times, don't be afraid and fear not. So I knew that sometimes if I wanted to get certain things done, I'd have to do it even though fear was kind of looping and lurking in the distance. And even before I was ready to do certain things, sometimes I would market myself as if I was able to do that, right? Sometimes I had to speak to myself those things that are not even though they are or vice versa. And then I later learned to duplicate myself. So I first learned how to do a certain process, even if I was a little fearful about it. And then once I did it, and I kind of had it under my belt, I then learned to duplicate myself. If I wrote an email and it turned out to be a really great pitch for a provision of services that I could provide, well then I learned how to take that same email, tweak it a little bit, duplicate it, and then resend that pitch out to another company or organization that I might be working with. The L, step number four, is leverage. Leverage what you know and learn what you don't. So find out what works well for you. Find out what process or signature pointers that you can give. What solutions can you already provide? 
maybe it's something that's already being done in your industry. Maybe you've done a little bit of research, you've learned about what you know, and maybe what you don't know, and you recognize that maybe people are doing very well already in your industry lane. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it, but can you improve upon it? Can you tweak it to make it work even more efficiently, more effectively? If it is broken, how can you be a disruptor and create something that others haven't thought of yet? Maybe you can be where they aren't. And the other L I want to remind you, and this is part of the learn what you don't know. If you went to school for one thing and that's your passion and that's what you do and you do it very well, you may not have ever learned about the tax requirements or the business requirements or the marketing requirements or the licensure requirements, where those are things that you either take the time to learn or you learn enough about it that you can hire the best people in that area, have them do what they were trained to do, have them work in their zone of brilliance, but you know enough that if you are asked to produce certain content or to answer certain questions, you're not completely in the dark. The last tip, tip number five, is the letter Y. Remember that you are the structure, you are product, you are brilliant, and you are a brand. And you wanna represent yourself very well in all that you do. Now, you guys know, again, if you've been listening to me for any length of time, that I consider myself God's baby girl. And that is a part of who I am. And that extends into my brand and what I do. So I wanna make sure that who I represent and who I belong to comes through in my values, in my mission, and in my actions, because I always want them to be done with integrity, because people are watching. I hope this has been helpful for you, and if you've been kinda jotting some of these things down along the way, you've noticed that my five tips actually spell out the word godly. And that is actually a process that I utilize when I'm thinking about either going into a new endeavor or how we're going to find a solution to a problem that our team might be working with. Even when I start working with certain patients, if we're doing intensive programs for them or creating programs for them, I utilize the godly method. What's God's vision for this patient? What's God's vision for our role in helping this particular business? What offer of excellence can we provide? What do we already do very, very well that we can tailor to that patient or to that business? How can we do it well and duplicate ourselves? Not only for this particular person that we're working with, but how can we teach them to do the things that we're doing so that they don't necessarily have to be connected with us forever? They can then take the information that we've shared with them and run on and continue to utilize it for their own personal system for success. Leverage and learning. How can we leverage what we already know to help our patients, our clients learn what they need to so that they can go forth and do the things that they need to do in excellence? And how can we represent ourselves and our God in the best way possible so that again, our integrity, our values, and our mission shines through with everything that we do? Well, again, this is Dr. Virginia. I hope that you have been encouraged by this little mini lesson and that you will have a very blessed day on purpose. Take care. Bye.